Hey everyone, my name is Andrew Warner. I'm the founder here of BitClout Jam. It's a place where I have jam sessions, conversations with people who are helping create the BitClout network. Now, what is BitClout? It's supposed to be a decentralized social network, and frankly, it is. But the part, as I've said in the past, that's more interesting to me is that every member of this social network has a coin and you can buy and sell those coins. Like you can buy and sell the Andrew Warner coin. And the more people buy it, the higher my coin price goes. And uh, obviously the more people sell it, the lower it goes. And the part that's exciting for me is what I could do is give people benefits if they hold on to some fraction of my coin. And that's interesting. Now I get to give you a service. I get to give you a benefit. I get to sell you something without actually having you be a customer, but instead by just having you be an investor. If you invest in my coin, you get a thing that changes our relationship dramatically. And of course I could pull a little bit of the cash out if I want to, by creating what's called a founder reward, which is a percentage of every trade that happens of my coin. Anyway, that's, what's exciting to me. Um, Somebody created something that I wish I had created that I was planning to create, but the freaking guy beat me to it. So I invited him here to talk about it. His name is Jack Lolly. He is the creator of BitHunt. BitHunt is a place where you can go and see all the different, nobody's calling them software. It's called, called projects that are being built around BitClout. And so I thought we'd have a jam session with him about what projects are interesting today and a little bit about where the future of BitCloud projects could go. And what's missing? What's not here? What should be here? And finally, I'd like to talk a little bit about where BitHunt is going. Jack, good to have you here, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. It's going to be good. All right, let's talk. First thing, the most exciting project that you see right now on BitHunt built for BitCloud is? BitCloud Pulse. Why? I think because it's the first project we've seen so far that has the potential to be successful outside of bitcloud.com. It's a really serious project. It's the first one we've seen that has this really clear production polish, right? It's it's venture backed, I believe. If, if you look at their homepage, they're, they're not too clear in referencing, hey, this is a thing we made for Bitcloud. It's building on the underlying technology and it has real legs, whether bitcloud.com itself works or not. It's exciting, these projects building on top of the underlying protocol itself. Uh, I think as Bitcloud moves forward, we're going to see the ecosystem expand from a development point of view, and it's going to become less and less about this bitcloud.com, this Twitter platform, and more about the protocol itself and the projects building on that. I'm logged into BitCloud Pulse right now, and I see a list of people who are on the platform, and I see their coin price, their volume. It's basically like a trading desk for them, and I can buy and sell their coin. And it is independent of BitCloud. If someone's just a fan and wants to hold on to um, a celebrity's coin the way they might have years ago held on to a baseball player's baseball card, this is the place to go and do it, right? Absolutely. And if you want to day trade celebrities, day trade people, the way that we're now day trading meme stocks, that's what Pulse is doing today. Yes. You're excited about it because it seems to just show that we don't ever have to send people to bitcloud.com. We could just use the protocol to build our own thing, to almost be takers of the system while we're contributing back. A hundred percent. It's almost like the first step to this broadening of the ecosystem, which is exciting. It kind of seems like rootclout.ru which is what? It's a Russian version of bitcloud.com. They're running their own node, their own front end. I think different communities have different needs. 
and depending on your use cases for these platforms and for social media in general, you have different needs. So it's exciting to think about this idea that, of course, a native Russian speaker um, is potentially going to build a better experience for the Russian community of BitCloud than BitCloud.com ever could over in San Francisco or wherever they may be. And I think that's exciting. And today when I'm on it, I basically see an exact match of BitCloud.com, except where all the things around the content are in English on the .com, on RootCloud.ru, all the things around it are in Russian. But in the future, they would customize this even further, right? They would be more than just a design. They might actually start featuring on their stream Russian participants. They might actually start tying in to Russian apps and make it completely different, but still feed from the lake of uh, BitCloud content. Yeah, my background is is as a designer. The last project that I worked on was was kind of an education app within the Asia market. And what's really interesting between Western design of, of applications and what we see in China is there's a huge, huge design disparity between something like WeChat and something like Americans go to these different applications. They serve one purpose, whereas WeChat is the app of everything. I think as a Westerner going in and using something like WeChat feels very overwhelming. I think that's a great example of how applications in different areas kind of people are used to different patterns and different things and they might want different things from these applications so you can completely imagine like you said a russian BitCloud or a chinese BitCloud integrating and adopting different kind of standards for how they do that and different applications and integrations they could choose to adopt more they could choose to be significantly more streamlined truthfully sure. jack they could even decide that they're going to censor certain things right yeah Absolutely. In the case of open, like the open source nodes um, and generating these new nodes, absolutely. Um, they could. Yeah. Okay. Another one that you like is Moonbounce. What's Moonbounce? It seems they do a lot. Um, I think the plan is that they're kind of like a suite of tools for creators. Right now, they're kind of experimenting a lot with different things. The first thing that they built out was this uh, Discord integration where you could go and you could basically allow people to enter a Discord channel or a Discord group that you built community uh, based on their coin holding in your coin. So you as Andrew Warner could say, oh, I've got a Mixergy Discord group and I want to allow people entrance to my Discord based on coin holding. But also within that Discord community, I want people to have access to you know, different channels, different features based on their co coin holding. Uh, We've done that. For the first episode of BitCloud Jam, I had Andy Arts on. His firm is one of the early investors in BitCloud. Yeah. What we ended up doing was saying anyone who wants the interview early can go to bitcloudjam.getmoonbounce.com. That URL does not just roll off the tongue. We could get a simpler <laughs> one, but still. Um, and you can still do it today as long as you own a, even a tiny bit of my coin or a tiny bin, bit of Arts's coin, you get access to the Discord uh, server where we gave away the early version of the interview. And I think it's a good sign of what's to come. I'm excited about it because it allows creators to give benefits to people who own our coin. I was a little disappointed that not enough people went in to use it. I really would have thought that more people would have tried it out just to see what Moonbounce can do, and and not enough people did. Interesting. I, I think Moonbounce have definitely trialed that integration before, um, but I also think the ecosystem is relatively small right now, so it, it is an interesting point. As the platform grows, it will be interesting to see. I don't think it's their fault. Are. I think it's it's BitCloud being super early. It's super small. It feels like it's a giant group of people because we spend a lot of time caring about it and thinking about it, but... 
it's still super tiny, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we actually display on bithorn.com on the right side of the daily active yep. accounts from Prosper Cloud. And I think it's around uh, 4,174 right exactly. now. Right. So 4,000 accounts that are kind of like active within Prosper Cloud's rules of what is active. They're performing, you know, multiple actions. The community is so small, right? But I think it's getting there. I do too. And I'm not in it because I think that this is the the biggest platform on the planet. I'm I'm interested in two things. One is what it could be. And two, what could something like it be in the future? Another thing that you told me before we got started that you liked was Cloutcast. I don't fully understand Cloutcast. Yes. Yeah, so um, I don't, full disclaimer, I, I don't know the Cloutcast team, but from, from my personal experience and the things I know about it, um, basically what Cloudcast is, as far as I'm aware, is a ad network. It's, it's in its early stages. So the first version is basically you can go on there and you can say, I want to promote a post that you've made on your mm-hmm. BitCloud account. And you essentially set up a price that you're willing to pay. So I might go on and say, I've got $100 to spend and I will pay $1 per reclout of my post. And for those reclouts, there is a set of rules. So they need to have at least 200 followers and they need to have such and such engagement per se. Um, And then people can essentially decentralize. People can go to that platform and and claim that by reclouting and they get paid from Cloudcast, Um, which I think is a really, it's it's a really exciting early concept of what I think could potentially be something that's really huge in the long term, which is this idea of, you know, advertising 3.0, this decentralized advertising platform. I want to try tools with each one of these episodes. I think that one might be the one that I use. So for this episode, what I'd like to do is go to uh, Cloutcast, pay some money, and have people retweet, reclout this interview when I post it. How's that? That I think seems like something I'm using. Yeah, and I'll be honest, um, it's not something that I personally have tried yet, but I've heard nothing but good reviews um, from from everyone that's used it. I think they orders get filled really quickly. People are kind of like shocked with the results. And it's, it's a great way to start seeing these potential ad platforms. And I think generally they have a lot of potential should the platform expand for sure. You know, one thing I wish that BitHunt had was a search. I'd like to be able to search for Cloudcast <laughs> and then also to search based on topic. You smiled knowingly when I said that. Yeah, so um, this is definitely something that we've heard. What's BitCast and why are you excited about that one? we do this thing at BitHunt, right? Where we basically, we support a few projects. We're trying to help kind of the, move the development community forward. So we, if we find an early team, we work with them, we help them get you know good advisors on board and we're trying to ultimately push push these great projects forward. And, and BitCast is one of those. So right now what BitCast is, is it pulls all the videos from the BitCloud blockchain and displays them in a platform that is more, akin to a YouTube than a bitcloud.com, right? So you don't really go to Twitter to watch videos um, and that experience is kind of better used maybe with a platform more akin to YouTube. It's a great example of how the BitCloud blockchain is this idea where this social graph lies underneath and you don't have to kind of the chicken and egg problem of building a platform. Right now, BitCast just pulls all the videos from the BitCloud blockchain. Um, They've never had someone upload a video on their site they're essentially just categorizing this existing database. What they're, they're categorizing files that are already showing up on services like YouTube. And all they're doing is taking the YouTube embed and putting it on BitCast website, right? 
right now they are relative to the fact of basically the way that bitcloud.com works is they embed videos from from youtube and vimeo yeah. um and tiktok so they're currently pulling off chain but i think as we see the platform expanding like they're, they're working within the constraints i think of, of bitcloud.com right now and as we see the ecosystem expanding i think it is a good proof of concept of this idea that there is going to be this this central chain right where basically videos can be uploaded you can imagine that bitcast could could be a platform where people upload those videos but also there's this huge database where people can kind of pull together different things but you're saying that you'll be able to store videos on the bitcloud chain so they won't have to host the videos no that's not gonna happen no i don't believe that'll happen either no i think what will happen is they'll be stored on potentially like ipfs which is a decentralized uh, file storage system um that's probably the most likely and I think we'll kind of see systems like that prop up for sure. I think right now the audience for BitCloud is far more kind of like mainstream technology and less crypto native, right? Than, than a project you would see in the DeFi space, you're kind of getting okay. a far more mainstream tech audience. Um, but I think we'll see as kind of the ecosystem expands, as projects getting built and as development increases, we'll see a lot more clever implementations of these technical details for sure. The services know what videos we like based on what we've thumbsed up, based on what we've watched, based on what our friends and other people might like. And that would then be in the BitCloud network and free for all these video sites that are built on top of it to pull out. And so you don't have to recreate the friendship network. You don't have to recreate a lot of other stuff that's part of a social network. You just take it from BitCloud. Absolutely. Your BitCloud account is a central identity that has all this interesting information relative to social stored about you that can be pulled from all these different services. What about club rooms and after party? And I know they're not the same. What are they and what do you like about them? So club rooms and after party are basically video event tools. Um, So the idea being that you can run similar to the way that like a discord stage works. uh, You can run an event for your coin holders where it's kind of like a live video event. Um, you can have, you know, multiple video speakers, like we're having this conversation right now. You could basically set a price for your coin holders and they would be able to join the room. They can kind of like all those native things to BitCloud, like at least I'm speaking for club rooms here, but diamond tipping, things like this, like sending little bits of creator coin within this conversation, watching the show, um, can all happen within the platform. What about, um, club rooms? Club rooms is essentially, um, like Clubhouse built on BitCloud. And what's interesting to me is that I can say only people who own a little bit of my coin get access to that. Yeah, so, so no, so Clubrooms is, is the kind of the video event platform. Um, the one that's more akin, I would say, to to a Clubhouse, like audio. But well, doesn't it, I, doesn't Clubrooms do both, they do both video and audio, and I they guess do. they're like Clubhouse with video. That's, I think, the way that the founder described it to me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but for coin holders, and and the, the what's exciting to me is that I can say, if you're a coin holder, you're not just holding my coin, you're getting these benefits, you get access to the interviews that I do like this, or if there's someone who's especially knowledgeable in say real estate, they don't want to let anyone in, but they could say, if you hold on to my coin, you can come in, we can talk about what I'm seeing in real estate, and I'll give you advice. That's yes. the type of thing. That- Craig, one of the whales on the BitCloud platform right now, I know that he does like a weekly Zoom call for his coin holders, which I think is a a great example of the type of things that could easily pour over, right? If you're one of my top whatever holders, you can enter into this live conversation and we'll chat about things. We'll have a conversation and you get that kind of like one-on-one access to me. 
I can't believe that he's doing it on Zoom instead of doing it on one of the, the apps that are built for the platform. Well, right now he is, but the, I think he has plans to move over to these platforms. Um, All right. What about the apps that are designed to to help you look at and interact with BitCloud? The one that I like the most right now is CloudFeed. Yeah, I think, they're, I think they're good. I think they're a good candidate potentially to take over BitCloud.com. I think BitCloud.com have no plans to build a mobile a mobile platform. Um, right now, these these kind of like clients, right? They're, they're not kind of like new experiences on BitCloud. They're essentially new clients, like new ways to interact with the yep. exact same things that already exist on BitCloud.com, which I think makes sense with the idea that BitCloud.com ceases to exist at some point in the future. You would expect one of these to take over. And I think BitCloud.com has no plans to build a mobile app. It's kind of a great example of this social graph aspect where, you know, BitCloud built this social network and they're like, we don't want to build the mobile app. Um, someone else can build it. And you've had this open source team. I know CloudFeed is open source. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the whole thing is open yeah. source. So someone else can spin up their own version of this iOS app and everyone can kind of, it's interesting you say you like like one or don't like the other. I've heard people feel good things about Flick um, and, and vice versa. I think, like, I think we all like Nigel, who's the creator of Flick. I just don't see the Flick is, is any better. Um. Like, I'll give you an example. I've said this to Nigel via email. I can't even read the full names of the people who are posting. I don't know if you could see it on my screen there, but it's like, Michael who? It's How do you not see that the name of the person who's posting the message is obscured because you didn't leave enough space for them? That's just a clear frustration. I think a lot of it is nice. Um, I really like and trust Nigel but I'm not ready to put my seed phrase in there because I can't change it. It's like a password that's yours for life. And I'm not ready to put it into anywhere because we see that there, that there are problems with every kind of app. There are people who are doing things that they shouldn't at companies that are otherwise honest. We see that there's just natural mistakes that people make that leave, leave us vulnerable. So what I do with, all, with both of them is I just log in without a password. What's your vision for BitHunt? To begin with, there was no vision, right? Like I... At the time, I was working on building, <laughs> I was actually working on, on programming stuff at the time, and I built BitHunt as kind of a break. Like I, like you, I found this new cool um, project. I believed in the kind of like bigger vision, and I was like, hey, like it'd be cool if something like this exists. I'd love to say there was some bigger vision. There really wasn't. It was a case of, I think this would be useful. I built it in a couple of days, and I launched it, and we've kind of iterated from that point. Right, like we've we've continued to iterate and just add to it based on community feedback and the things that we think it needs. Um, I think as BitCloud expands, um, there's a few avenues I see BitHunt potentially going. The first one would be kind of like this app store for BitCloud, um, as BitHunt.com. Yeah. yeah, so it, it makes a lot of sense. I think people are already kind of like going there to discover projects. And we want to make that discovery. I think there'll be an influx of projects and people. There's no homepage right now to bitcloud.com. And I think that is problematic because the first thing a user comes, if they hear about BitCloud and they go to bitcloud.com, then they don't have these like basic introductory tools to be like, hey, you know, this is, here's a full kind of like breakthrough of what the platform's about, what's being built on it, at least from a protocol perspective. And I think that can confuse a lot of people. And I also don't think it makes sense to build that into, you know, the, the Twitter platform. Like you want to go to Twitter and then see like, hey, we're building on Postgres, like read about Postgres and like all the database things. Like it doesn't make sense for it to live there, right? So I see BitHunt hopefully in the longer term 
almost like a homepage for BitCloud, right? This place you go, we, we'd like to integrate more kind of like learning tools within the site, you know, more resources to learn about the protocol. Meaning somebody hears about BitCloud, they want to use it. Instead of going to the same homepage that developers use to understand what they could build on it, you're saying they'll come to BitHunt, they'll understand what they could do on it, they'll sign up for BitCloud, they'll get the apps that they need, and that's you want to be the start and then direct them into all the different things that they need in order to make this work. Yeah, I think we, um, I think we, uh, we want to be this this homepage um, so that when people when people hear about BitCloud right now, they, they go to BitCloud.com. I think we want to be this place where when people go, it's like the first point, or at least it gives them that introduction, right? For, for developers building, I think a great example of, of kind of like the rough direction, although we have a lot more projects and already and we kind of have a bigger ecosystem because it's easier to build on it's like if you look at something like ethereum.org right you, you would go to ethereum.org and it, it'll explain to you what ethereum is and what DeFi is and what nfts are and how these things work but also it you know it'll show you like here's an example of some of the DeFi projects here's here's some of the nft projects that are being built on ethereum here's some erc20 projects that are being built i think that makes sense for bithunt because right now it doesn't make sense for bitcloud.com um, it, it's just not set up in a way where I think that works for them. I was thinking that it would be basically like product hunt where it's the place where people who are passionate about this community can go and find the tools they need. And I thought you would make money by doing kind of what product hunt does, which is uh, promoted posts. So if there's a project that wants more attention, they pay you, they get to be promoted. And then a job board seems like a natural fit. If people are already on there because they're developers looking to build new projects, your eyes literally rolled as I said it. You don't like that. No, no, no. I, 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 oh, you like it. <laughs> no, I do like it. Yeah. I was, uh, I was thinking about it. I, it's like, th this is for sure kind of like part of the thing. The only thing I'd say that is different with what we're doing is, um, we, we don't want it to be that ephemeral, right? So like Product Hunt has this ephemeral aspect to it where it is essentially, yeah. it's about launching. I think we want the projects, like the difference I would say is like that app store difference between a Product Hunt and an app store. Like the, right. the app store doesn't change, right? That page doesn't change. It has all the info you need for a project. Um, and we want to enable projects to do that um, for sure. But we don't want this ephemeral aspect of like, hey, I post something, it disappears. Like it's like a launch. Um, I see what you mean. And, and Product Hunt hadn't shifted into that directory, like the app store for the internet type of thing. Yeah. They're more about what's hot today. And I could see how you'd want to be the full directory of all the tools that anyone would need if they care about this platform. Um, and then the, what do you think about the job board feels like a natural fit if you want to hire somebody? I hundred percent like, uh, like, I think it feels far more kind of like, like you said, like this weird cross uh, and I've spoke to Ryan about this. Like, it's like this weird cross between like an angel list and a product hunt, like because the pages are more static, um, for sure. But yeah, I think everyone's first protocol is like, obviously like jobs make a, make a good fit, right? Um, promoting posts also potentially make a good fit. I think what's interesting with these platforms though, to think about as well is like, because, because money is intrinsically tied to cryptocurrency projects in general, it, it does breed new potential opportunities, right? So you could imagine, I'm interested in, in kind of like what, what weird and quirky ideas can we test uh, that are native to BitCloud? So a good example would be, what if when someone kind of like submits their project, they provide us with like a, a token amount of the project's coin, 
like the existing projects coin like for, for those people they paid very little for that in the first place if they bought it you know mm-hmm. at the start of the bonding curve or they go for free as founder award in the early days um i think that then becomes like bithunter essentially develops this huge index right of like every project that's kind of submitted to, to bithunt bithunt has this huge index of projects um is kind of like an interesting angle i think there's a so you make you basically could have uh what is it called um like a mutual fund almost of all the projects that are built. And that's a good way for you to make money because you're taking it early on when it doesn't really matter to them, when it's not very valuable, you're holding on to it long-term as these projects become more valuable, your portfolio becomes more valuable. That's a good way to look at it. That's different from the regular daily world and brings it into crypto. Come on, keep imagining with me. What else could you do? Oh, I think, I mean, I think these investor type things make natural sense, right? Because there is currency there. So like a fund of the top, uh, Bitcloud projects make sense, um, like an index where you yeah. create a fund of the top of the top projects. I think that makes sense too, right? Yeah, where like separate. You see what's growing, right? And you create a fund. I might come to BitHunt and I pay some money to invest in the in the top projects on the platform. Yeah, you're basically finding ETF in the Bitcloud developer ecosystem, right? The project ecosystem yeah. as a whole is potential one. I think there's there's some interesting the obvious ones for sure though. I, I like, I mean, jobs makes natural sense. We want to do a lot more on the project pages to help projects you know, set, kind of like sell their projects and, you know, communicate they're credible. I think that's a really big thing right now that you don't get with these other platforms. It's risky for us. It's like projects want to communicate they're credible. And I think that's really important um, from our perspective. And also like the the Back by Bithunt stuff is like, we, we support these projects, but one part of that thing is like, we get in with the projects at an early stage and that's been, you know, kind of like really fruitful for us. And Jack, you've been doing that. You've been taking your own money and somehow backing some of these projects? Yeah, so what happens is, because BitHunt is the place where projects come to submit, we kind of, you know, we have our ear to the ground, let's say, with the developer community. And backed by BitHunt is basically this idea of like, we saw all these great people building and we thought it's really early on in the platform. Why don't we, and and they want credibility, right? Like they need support. There's a lot of great developers, but there's not a lot of great teams right now because there's all these multifaceted things that projects need to do. And there's a lot of really talented engineers working on cool stuff and designers and all sorts of people working on cool stuff, but there's not a lot of teams. And I think what we want to do is kind of like provide support to these people building it such an early stage uh so what we do is we, yeah we take a little bit of, of man and Matt's money and, and bithorn's money and we we back these projects and we'll go out and we'll find advisors that we think will be useful like within the bitcoin system when you say back it with money you're you're taking us dollars and giving it to them so that they know are you buying their coin we're what buying their coin yeah so we're buying their you're coin. buying their coin yeah so okay we're buying their coin and then we essentially help them launch right so like uh, I'll give you an example with with club rooms um we helped club rooms launch uh we you know we helped with copywriting they've got a really really solid team of like well-known BitCloud um people on board i know you spoke to daniel and yeah we we helped them with launch we helped them with the process of like you know selling this initial idea and hopefully we take them through that launch copyright the rest of it generating enough traction where they generate a decent amount of founders reward um and they they from that launch from that launch that we kind of like help with generated a, a good amount of money in founder reward in bitcloud for sure um, but it's now yep. it's now liquid so you know, it's now convertible to USD and, and they generate enough money at least in, to work on that project or to, to give that project a little bit of a little bit of time, a little bit of legs for sure. 
they're getting real cash. I, I'm saying real, which I know pisses people off, but I'm, I'll say fiat, US dollars, they get that they, and they can go and hire developers if they need to. They get founders reward, right? So- the, Which they could then convert into US dollars. And if they need to buy someone, uh, pay for someone off platform, they could. Or as Andy Art said, they could just use the clout coin and pay for somebody who's in BitClout to work on their project. Yeah, that's, ha- that's harder right now, um, I think, just because it's so early on. Um, to kind of like hire through through the BitCloud platform. There's a lot of great people willing to do different things. And I think this is absolutely something that, that we want to do, right? The projects, a lot of these projects have a lot of locked up value in their own coin, right? Um, you buy a little bit of your coin early, you're working on this project, people buy into the vision. Like if there's people in the BitCloud ecosystem, I'd encourage projects to be like, hey, we've got this locked in value. You might as well put it to use um, outside of, you know, if, if you need to cover your costs for different things, uh, it's something yeah. we consider all the time with BitHunt. What can we do with our coin? BitHunt holds its own coin. So like outside of what me and Matt own, BitHunt oh, like has its own kind of little treasury of its coin. Um, how, yeah. how can we put that value to work in a way that, you know, is going to benefit the project and help projects in the ecosystem kind of like move forward? Uh, so you might give some of the BitHunt coin to other projects, let them convert it into clout, convert it into Bitcoin, convert it into, U- into US dollars, and then use that to help fund their growth. We, we haven't done that so far, um, but what we maybe would do is we would, we haven't given away Bitcoin to like projects in the sense of, although it's an interesting idea, I think the problem would be, it would just disappear too fast, right? Like Bithunt isn't doesn't have this money force. Instead, I think what we're focused on is we've had people contribute to Bithunt in different ways, whether that's, you know, someone helps with a feature or they help with, you know, an idea for things or they provide support to us. And in return, we have absolutely given them Bithunt coin um, as, as a basically like, hey, you're helping build this platform forward, like help us and we'll, you know, We'll compensate you with Bitcoin. All right. What do you see going forward? What are some of the things that you think are necessary here? What are the opportunities? If you could be three people, what are one of the projects that you would take on? Um, I would absolutely take on something that kind of like builds on top of the. So I would start working on a creator platform, like other creator platforms, um, other tools for creators. But I don't mean tools in the sense of like, these things where it's like track a, track your creator coin or like write a newsletter or do these things. Instead, what I'm interested in is like BitCloud is a social network and you have that social graph. I'm really interested in seeing, like if it was me, I'd look to see how we could build new platforms on that social graph that don't necessarily need to be tied back to bitcloud.com itself, right? Like build on the protocol using this underlying, you've got a database, you've got access to Facebook's database, you can build whatever you want. Um, there's a lot of platforms that exist for creators right now that are hot. Like, you know, there's Gumroad, there's like, Gumroad's a great platform for yeah. creators. Um, but also things like, you know, social networks, like writing platforms, like Medium or WordPress. There's all these different kind of like platforms where creators use to, to generate revenue. I think someone should, people should start to be building more kind of like production style applications of these new social networks where you don't have to be, like, hey, this is a BitCloud project that we built for creators to do X, Y, Z through BitCloud. You may never need to go to BitCloud.com in order to use this platform. Um, we built it so that you can earn from what you're doing as a creator and there's that social aspect tied into it. How about this? 
we've seen that a lot of conservatives are upset that Donald Trump was booted from social media apps, Twitter, Facebook, um, and others. They're they're complaining about it. They're trying to create their own networks. For Mixergy, my other podcast, I'm being pitched some of them. And truthfully, even the good ones are super buggy. It's really hard to create a brand new social network from scratch and to know that it's going to survive if there's some kind of flare up and the host pull them out. You can imagine somebody creating the conservative social network, copying CloudFeed because it's open source, renaming it, reskinning it, and creating a brand new social network from scratch. Absolutely. I, I can't imagine doing that. The only, I'll be honest, the only downside I think to this and what I'd like to see more of is BitCloud, CloudFeed's a client for BitCloud, right? And, and BitCloud in and of itself, although the development team did a great job in the, in the short time they built that project, it is, it is significantly behind traditional social media, right? Like a Twitter. Um, and a great example is like people don't love the global feed. They don't love these feeds. I think, you know, social medias in general have really advanced algorithms for surfacing content at this point. Global feed is manually curated, right? I think that that's a big stepping block in terms of user adoption. I'd be less concerned. I think these ideas are great, like building your own, your own, and I think they introduce their own problems, right? Of like, how do you not end up in this circle in the world? I like everyone's building. If you build a really left platform and you build a really right platform, then you end up in this like circle where people are just being fed the same thing repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. It's, I feel like it may, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But um, I'd like to see people kind of build off of BitCloud itself, right? Rather than let's not just take BitCloud and, and like build another node. I think there's, there's a lot of great opportunities there. But BitCloud.com for mainstream adoption still has to, a ways to go in terms of curating the content that is existingly stored on the blockchain. I think that is what I'm interested in seeing, like someone building a Reddit for the BitCloud blockchain and sorting those algorithms that curate content is really exciting. Give me one last one. Ooh, um, interesting. I think on the longer term, let me think. Only fans for BitCloud, natural fit, right? Absolutely natural fit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think th there is already cloud fans, which exists, which is being built, I believe, um, which is- Ah, is that right? Okay. If you search for cloud fans um, with a okay. Z, it is, yeah, premium content platform for BitCloud, 18 plus only. Um, a great- I think there's a lot of potential to make money, right? To build these platforms that I think have long-term potential with BitCloud. Um, but I think the things that are really, really going to move the, the vision forward, definitely building on that core technology, building new social experiences on top of BitCloud, improving that natural feed algorithm, improving how you pull content from the blockchain. Um, but things like cloud fans and premium content, this is a really great fit, not only because like you said, OnlyFans is a natural fit, but two, because the core BitCloud node doesn't serve adult content, right? Like that's one of the things that they manually curate out. It's a great example. Like you said, a node for conservatives, like you can imagine someone huh. builds a node that's just like a, a, a loud porn node, basically, right? All right. I'm both excited about where this is going and also feeling a little frustrated about where BitCloud is today. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I feel like it's just so full of possibility I'm not yet at a place where beyond the general feed where I really like to go read what people are up to, I'm not finding a daily utility. And even in the global feed, it's all coming back and circling to what's going on in BitCloud. We're only talking about BitCloud on BitCloud. You know, 
So it's not fully there, but I'm patient. It's, it's really early days. We're really talking about a, a project that's a few months old. We're not looking at something that should be expected to be much more than this. The fact that it could even walk is amazing. I shouldn't be saying, why can't it run or fly yet? But I'm, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for those breakthroughs that make me feel like, okay, if nothing else, if this alone is all there is, I'm feeling great and I want to come back to it on a daily basis. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think this is kind of what I was trying to get at with that building social platforms. I think people need to start taking these things, like clout fans, for example. Like They don't need to sell this as a bit clout thing, right? They can absolutely sell that as a OnlyFans competitor without necessarily relying too much on having people tie back into bitclout.com in some way. And I think this is this is what it is exciting about Pulse, right? You can imagine these platforms you're talking about, like building a better writing platform for creators where they earn, where people can like a post that they've written, an article they've written, and or tip a little bit of their creator coin or send them, you know, tiny bits of creator coins. Building these experiences that don't rely on BitCloud.com and selling those to the public, I think is... Uh, has great potential because it curates content better and it's also going to broaden this net of content outside of bitcloud.com which right now just curates essentially bitcloud.com i have yet to find many people that like the global or following feed of bitcloud.com i have to say I'm, i'm one of the people who do like it and the reason that i like it is the global feed that's curated by the people behind BitCloud. I like because it gives me kind of an update on what's going on in the world. My personal following list is helpful because they're people who I think are useful for me to understand what's going on in BitCloud. Um, like I'm following Bits today, for example. Love them. Yeah, great project. Um, yeah, but so that's that part's good. It's just helping me understand more about what's going on in the BitCloud world. I, I haven't yet found my own thing beyond that. Um, the wallet is kind of interesting. I'm, I'm trying not to be an investor on the platform, but you know what? That actually is something that's interesting. On a daily basis, I am curious, how is my coin doing? How's my wallet of other people's coins doing? Um, so there, there's something here. It's really good. It's not phenomenal. It's not that addiction yet. Yeah. And like the content web is way too small. It's way too niche to bitcloud.com right now. Um, so that you're not getting all this kind of like all these different posts from different people curated in a way that's addictive, I would agree, it, within the kind of like homepage. Um, and yeah, I think it, it comes with time, right? It comes with better algorithms for curation. It comes with more projects curate, more projects encouraging different types of content creation, I think is, is potentially huge um, for, for sure. Like, and, and I think that's why you see the same thing, I think, within the global feed right now, come up again and again and again. I think curation right now is a huge, a huge kind of opportunity for, for people building on BitCloud for sure. Curation that's algorithm-led based on what people have liked, what they've diamonded, et cetera, and curation even uh, apart from that, that's more manual, but catering to specific interests. The second one, I think, is a little too early. The algorithm, there's, there's time to start to build. Yeah. Even even subreddit right. like um, like Reddit like subreddits right you it's just grouping these content by the things people want to see right now BitCloud provides one type of content and that is pretty much coin related or bitcloud.com related content on the global feed generally at least for me or kind of you know early adopter tech Twitter kind of like moved across which is to some degree good but I think it's you know that curation of that content and that web expanding it out so that I can go find different types of content um, as communities start to develop and as the platform expands, we're going to need that, right? Like if you just, if you piled a hundred million people onto bitcloud.com right now, um, 
the global feed is going to be a mess, right? Because you're going to have all these communities creating content and none of them are going to kind of like have a voice for their content. I think that's important. All right, we're going to come back. I'd like to do another round with you. I'm going to close it out with this. Who do you think I should be interviewing next? Who are you curious about at BitClout in the in this universe that you that you could introduce me to? I'll give you two. I think um, Hunter Paulson is is been pretty vocal. He's a developer on the platform. He was doing some really great stuff in the early days. I know he's building a project right now. And then two is is Paul Burke, who built BitClout Plus, which is like this extension on top of BitCloud that provides all these amazing extras, basically like, you know, you imagine this feature for BitCloud and you're like, oh, for example, auto mentions, right? Like you type someone's at and then you type their name. Yeah. He added all these into an extension for you. Is it- He's doing it as a Chrome extension. I think a browse extension too. Uh, I mean, a Brave extension too. Yeah, exactly. So BitCloud Plus is, Plus is really good. Um, and Paul, you know, Paul and Hunter are both pretty, I think they're great because they're pretty vocal in the things they believe the core dev team is doing wrong. And I think there is, you know, there's a lot that, to be honest, could be criticized. And I would, you know, I would love to hear them kind of like voice their opinions. I, yeah, for sure. I love that. All right. You'll make intros after we're done? Absolutely. No problem. All right. Jack, thanks so much for doing this interview. Anyone who's interested should just go and follow up by looking at bithunt.com. Truthfully, I think everyone who's listening is, no, you know what? Here's my focus. I'm trying to do this this set of interviews, not for people who are necessarily in the community, but for people who who are cloud curious, who are like the core Mixergy audience, my main podcast, who are interested in what's new, have a healthy skepticism about it, but want to know about it when it's still buggy enough to have more potential than most people are comfortable with. More potential, more bugs than most people are comfortable with. And so for them, they should be going over to BitHunt and seeing what you built. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right on, Jack. Thank you. Thanks all for listening. See you. Thanks for having me.